You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the way station. To ensure traveler safety and comfort, please deposit your baggage at the door. The way station encourages open discussions. All stories are also accepted. Rest from your journey through life. Enjoy your stay and please come again. Hello and welcome back to the Waystation. Station. I am Stephanie. And I'm Megan. We got a, a couple of stragglers here. Nah. <laughs> Quit bothering me, see? Yeah, uh, see? So we have Shim in the house. Go away, son. You bother me. The, the last time he was on the show, he was plugging his book, which is now currently out. Um, he gave a lackluster interview. Yeah, I was shit. I'm sorry. I was like super <laughs> depressed, really out of it, and just... Right. We still love you, Shim. That's why you're back on the show. Unfortunately. Uh, as a guest host. And then we also have Mr. Thomas. Hello. Megan's hubby. Hubster. Just part-time. <laughs> Only part-time? The look on her face, like, I swear to God, that was like the, the stare that could punch you in the I'm throwing my thing at him. That's what you get for not putting my socks and And as always, like we have Dave manning the uh, laptop. Tabnant. Being sweet. So there's that. There's a lot of dick in our studio today, dude. Yeah, Two no. dicks. That's why I need to be high in order to do this. <laughs> well, that's a whole that's a whole other show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it really is. Can I have a second? No. I want to make up for that interview real quick. All right, no. plug your shit. Buy plug my damn shit. book. It's on Amazon. <laughs> Look it up. Nothing sacred, nothing harmed with a comma in the middle or it'll never show up because Amazon's just mean when, you, when it comes to searching stuff. Well, they can always search by, you know, Jason Schmlewski or I should have had a pseudonym, but it was too late. We already had a book out. Yep, that's true. It's sci-fi biopunk. Just just buy it and leave a review. You can say, like, you hated it. I don't care. I just need reviews. Come on, people. It's actually really good. And guess who edited that shit? Me. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like, yeah. Who just I've been made editing your this book, book for her. ten yeah, years. Right. <laughs> ten years of my life. That's a long ass. You've been writing it for ten years of your life. So yeah, there we go. I've already written um, one sixth as much for the next one as like that one is long. I know that was a really awkward sentence. That was but the I worst thing you've ever said how in your else life. To say it. I don't even know what the hell you're trying to say with that. I, I've, I I've written a lot for the next one already, so hopefully it won't take 10 <laughs> years. Let's just put it that way. So let's leave fractions the hell out of it. Basically, yeah. book two will be done in a year, whereas the first one took 10 years. But yeah. I feel like that's probably most but one, authors. One year is not one sixth of 10 years. <laughs> that's not. But he, he could put it out in five years. Of those years. So I don't know. Well, put yeah, it. I need to have a couple lined up because they don't start making the movies until you're like at least three deep. So they, so they don't have to wait for you to catch up yeah. unless we're talking about Game of Thrones and George R.R. R. Martin. And then they're like, like, yeah, take 10 years to write the book. We'll just make some shit up. It's fine. Give, well, us, the, give us the Cliff Notes version. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I got a Switch and I'm super excited about it. What do you have uh, a Switch with? Huh? Wait, 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 you gotta switch what? A Nintendo Switch. <laughs> like Will Smith Switch? Like, are you going to play the cow beat-off game with Ab- Megan? Oh my so god, absolutely I am. So you got a Nintendo Switch. How did you get one? They're so hard to find. Well, I managed to find one at a GameStop. <gasps> 
I managed to find one also, except actually I didn't go there. Rico picked it up for me. Are you Thanks, sure it's Rico. actually a switch and not just like a Raspberry Pi in a plastic case labeled <laughs> switch? It's, you know, it's we, right opened it up. we opened it up uh, earlier today. It's, and it's in the box with a brick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Parts of it. Well, they did like... switch it on you. Yeah. Oh, my God, Tom. <laughs> the puns. Ugh. It, the, the thing is, is it is seriously, it's basically on its own a, a tablet. Except it's better and less expensive than pretty much any other tablet you can buy, but it's only going to play video games. Right. There you, you go. You can't like, get Netflix on it. You can't it, – it's dedicated to video games, which I'm fine with. I spent $300 on a Switch so that I could play Splatoon 2. Which isn't out for like another month. It's not out for another month. But, you know, you have to get the Switch when you can get the Switch. I'm like, playing Blaster Master. <laughs> NES game on it, fantastic. I had to like pull him away from Blaster Master. I to still have a drive here. One today, I- I'm playing Andromeda. I think we're playing. Andromeda. I'm sorry. Yes, I heard it was disappointing in every aspect. No, you're um, disappointed. I read a really long article <laughs> though, and it had a very troubled development cycle. Here you go, though. They <laughs> installed it, and it was a 19 and a half gigabyte update for it. Oh wow! Well, I hope that was uh, fixed everything. Should, if it's that I, size. I haven't had any issues yet, but she had, like, one glitch. I did have one glitch, and it was really, really weird because the character was actually, I want to say it was nude. And it was just, like, stuck inside his nude body moving and talking, and I couldn't see the face. And I'm just like, what's going on? Well, apparently they Wait, had the development. Somebody split. was nude? Don't jump in like you know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently apparently the development was split across two studios. They had an engine change halfway through. The funding dropped out in the last quarter. It was supposed to be um, kind of like an open universe thing Mm -hmm. and where they would would generate the plans as you went to them, but they couldn't figure out how to get the questing to work. And then it wound up being just a regular Mass Effect game with a lot of cut content and faces that looked worse than the first one. That's what I understand. No. no, I mean some of that. That's fine. I mean, I, I get it, but I, for me, the first one because I started playing the first one because I'm the type of person I don't like playing the most recent game, mm. and then there's like five other games before that. You're enjoying this one. You're yeah. like, but um, I actually tried to play the first one, and I got stuck several times, and I wanted to burn the disc. <laughs> so I playing this one to me f- felt a lot more smoother. Mm. Yeah, I have my complaints about the random glitches, but well, I mean, so far I've only ran into one and everything else. The planets look fine, but I mean... Just, I think I think the the diehard fans that had like played the first three, and it's not like... I, I think it's like... It's not narratively linked. Like, you don't have to know what happened. I think that's the way to play it, from what I understand again. Yeah. Um, but the pe- but what it was, it was like what happened with Fable. There was a lot of promises made, and the game, when it came out, is still good. Mm-hmm. It just didn't live up to the promises that yes. were made. This is why they got to stop promising stuff and stop hyping it. They're trying to just do pre sales now. Yeah. Just how about put out a good game? And then sell Let the it. sales speak for themselves. Instead of hyping a great game, and then, well, now your good game just became a piece of shit because it didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. See, now, and then this is, this goes into something else I wanted to talk about. Um, there's a new game that's supposed to be coming out called Anthem, which, my thing, it looks like a mixture of Mass Effect and, um, like, Halo aspects. There are Destiny. Destiny is yeah, a major one. That. It's really fun, but it seems like an open world. But you actually get to play that open world with your friends. Uh. Um, 
which I'm excited about because right now we're both playing Andromeda. I wish that both of us could be rolling around killing things together and doing quests together. That's my thing. I'm just worried that this game, they're giving us fluff right now. And then when you actually get it, it's gonna... I don't want it to be a No Man's Sky. <laughs> that's basically yeah. that's basically what I want. I don't want it to be a No Man's Sky. The, the bargain bin after like eight months of being out. Yeah. yeah. It's like 20 it's, bucks. It's devalued faster than a sports game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I might actually consider picking up Destiny 2 because since it's published by uh, Activision, it's actually going to be on Battle.net, so it'll be playable on PC. Hmm. But I don't know. It's because it's I, like, I like FPS RPGs, but like the, the shining example of that is Borderlands. Mm-hmm. And literally, like I, I just want to hit level cap in two. Like, I haven't played in a couple years, but like I just wanted to hit the level cap. Okay, well, once you get to the, the ultimate Vault Hunter mode so that you can actually get experience points to do that, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible unless you are in a group. And it's like that's great that this game like promotes multiplayer, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to enjoy you have a single player campaign. Let me actually play through it. Don't yes. like kick me in the balls constantly. Um but like with something like Destiny or something like that, I mean it's it's a pseudo MMO. It's designed for multiple players. So if I can't solo all the content, I'm fine. I understand why. But I like I like the kind of the mechanics of those games because action RPGs were always still just like, you know, here's a sword, here's a spell. This is like, hey, I actually get to shoot guys mm-hmm. and I get to worry about my stats at the same time. Yeah. I love that. And and that's why I'm really hope I'm hoping for the best for this game. Um Destiny two, um, my brother has been, I swear to God, he is obsessed with Destiny. That's all he does. Man, we got to do a trial. Well, we got to do this. And I'm like, okay, whatever that means. Like, I bought it just so I could play with him yeah. because Tom won't play. Yeah. So I that's, play it as much because it's very repetitive. Yeah. And that. It's and, very and grindy feeling. That. And it's just, again, like you said, a lot of these games are making you like, – you have to be in a group in order to continue on. And that's another reason why I think I dislike um, Elder Scrolls Online is because I wanted to play in a group, but then that group gets separated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was weird. Did, they kind of did it ass backwards. Like, you're adventuring with your friend, and then you got a quest, but the quest is a solo quest. Every quest we got was a solo quest. After about oh eight hours God. of that shit, we were like, fuck it. We're not playing this no more. That's what happened with Star Wars. Um, the, yeah. the entire uh, last expansion and the current one is all solo content. All the group content is higher level versions of stuff or the PvP, of course. Mm-hmm. And like people were pissed. I mean, but the thing is, a lot of people play MMOs in a solo mindset. So you have this like weird position where you've got a gaming environment that's designed for multiple people, but a lot of people don't want anything to do with anyone else. So they made they made two whole expansions that catered to that, but now they're starting to add in new new dungeons and new raids because people were like, "Okay, it's great. The storyline's great. It's about me. It's about my character." Um, but I want to go kill giant bosses with my friends. That's mm-hmm. to me. That's the point of yeah. playing an online MMO. Yeah, like and I, I, yeah, I, to I, me, that's that's the whole purpose. Right. Like you're making this online multiplayer so I can play online with my friends, not just by myself. Don't pull me into a single instant where I can't interact. Like he gets done before me, so then I'm standing there. But then, hey, instead of putting us back into the same freaking thing. He's in another – like he's on another server. 
Yeah, did that a few times. And I'm like, weird. what the heck is going on? That's really annoying. It's it's well, come it does that with Grand Theft Auto sometimes too, where you can go do like a mission with each other and then you exit the mission back to like the free mode and all of a sudden you're in a different server now. Oh wow. You're like, what the hell, man? It's come really far because like the early days were like excessively grindy, but really, really group oriented. Like Steph, remember when we played EverQuest on PlayStation Two? Anything, anything. Best game ever. Corpse dragging for life. It was a ton of fun. There was so much corpse dragging. There was so much um, just grinding. I mean, Quenos Prison. I have typed that. I used to type that in WoW. I'm like looking for group for for Quenos Prison. (laughs) And and I would get. And every now and then I'd get someone who who would be like, LOL, because like at that point in that game, at that level range, that's where you went to grind. Right. But back then, like, that game, literally any content that you could get anything worthwhile out of as far as experience points or treasure, you could not solo pass level five. If you could not find a healer and two other people, you couldn't do anything. Right. That well, sucks. and that's the whole point of like, those types of games. When I'm editing this, I'm just going to splice in the in most of the content from the South Park World of Warcraft episode. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay, absolutely, you should. Absolutely, you should. I play Hello Kitty's Island Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> no no one should ever play that game. It doesn't exist, but whatever. But yeah, to me, the sole purpose they they need to start making more cooperative, not just like online. But like, hey, more couch co-op. Yeah, or like, like we do. I'm in one room and he's in the other. We could still play the same game without having to go online and do multiplayer. It just sucks. You need two systems, two games. Yeah, it's kind of a link up. It's kind of sad that you guys are sitting. Like you guys could socialize together in real life. Yes. And yeah. but we're for, but but we're forced to do separate things. This is well. What, I mean, you're not forced. No, but it's if I if we choice. both want to play a game, yeah, and we want to spend time if together we both playing this play game, division, we got to be in. We have to be in separate, separate rooms. TVs. Just yeah. get two TVs in the same room. Yeah. Boom, done. Yeah, but two, we're, two, we're working on it slowly. Yeah, but surely. yeah. <laughs> That's how the basement. He wants the basement set up. I'm halfway there in the B- basement. one big TV split screen. But that's couch co-op then. And Some a lot of, of games are not can. couch co-op. Yeah. They're only online multiplayer or only no, local area Two network. systems, just different inputs into the TV, mm. split screen. That's it works, <laughs> but it works. I don't because I've, 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 I've done it. Uh, Dave will come <laughs> over. I was and about to you say, you, are you volunteering to come over? <laughs> Every and one of my TVs, TV? whether they're smart or not, only allows one input at a time. Hey, hey, maybe you need to activate TV. the picture in picture, and then you resize the picture in picture so that it takes up half. It, it's it's doable. It's absolutely. I feel like I'm having the same argument that I had when the Dish Network guys. I was at one of the shows that they were at, and and they were like, "Oh well, can we come out to your house?" I'm like, "No, I'm good. I've got T." Because they were talking about how amazing their DVRs are, and I was like, "No, I, I'm cool. I've got TiVos." And he was like, "Well, tell me about your home. You know, what you got set up?" I said, "Well, I've got five TVs. I've got five TiVos, and I've got a network doing this, that, and the other thing." Guy looked at me dead in the eye, and he's like, "That's not physically possible. You don't." have that running in your house. <laughs> and I was like, seriously, I live five minutes from here. You want to come hop in my car, smart ass? I'll show you what I got running in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where, that's when shit starts you getting scary. You know what? Scary. Dave drinks and <laughs> he knows things. Exactly. Which is one of the things we have in common. So. <laughs> Hooray. I respect that. <laughs> I really do. Well, there you go. There's your fix, guys. Yeah. Try to figure out picture in picture. I should have brought my <laughs> Switch with me. I could be playing Blaster Master right now and nobody would know. So I'm curious, like what's the like what's the hook on why are people saying I I just hopped on Amazon and switches are available. Like you can just buy one. Uh they're available in bundles. 
Like, right? Is it? it no, you can just buy one. Oh, I they yeah. Work. Within the, I I think everybody honestly <laughs> got worked. a big shipment in. I think because like. We've been able to find them over the last week. In the last week, he got his, and I got oh, mine. So I yeah. think it's like I thought you plus. already had one. No, no, I just oh. got his mine. The Wii U. But I was, I was looking, had, I was looking was, for yeah. about a month, and I couldn't find one online. I couldn't find one in the store. Yeah, it was um, dry the only ones on Amazon that was the system <clears throat> by itself was private sellers, and they all wanted like oh, upwards of four hundred bucks. They were it. yeah scalping yeah yeah. Assholes. But now all of a sudden, like GameStop's got them in. Um, I guess you can get them online, but it it it, it ebbs So and now flowers. is the time, kids. Now is the time. Go get you that switch because next month, at the end of the month, Shh. Splatoon Two's coming out, and we are gonna own your asses. Just saying. Hey, your um, your mom says that you're not allowed to charge me for your artwork. Just Ooh. so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. Thanks for having my back because I was totally gonna charge you like five dollars, five whole dollars. That's okay. I'll just eat all all of your uh, beef jerky. So I got them right here. <laughs> just leave with a couple of bottles of liquor. Yeah, Sounds good. <laughs> right. I already win. <laughs> You're like, looks like I'm up. <laughs> so just about like like internet connectivity and that kind of stuff. Like, I know like one of the stories we're going to be talking about Monday night. Um, did you hear about this thing in Iowa where apparently the local telco company is now if you don't want a landline in your house, you have to pay them eighty dollars. Bullshit. What? You have to pay them eighty dollars to not. Have a landline in your um, house. Nobody's had a fucking landline in forever. Wait, but hold on. There's people. a purpose but, but, for but landlines. Iowa. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> this is true. I feel like Iowa might be the last bastion of the landline. <laughs> we but have there are one. Those states that like people like never pay attention to. The one uh, square My states. Grandparents like have Montana. What really happens in Montana? <laughs> states are the states that are square. They just they're just dead. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I've got a landline. Well, my house has a landline. I never answer it. And nobody calls me on it, so Anybody I don't care. Got, but it's there. But it's good. It's good to have just in case. People just in case can what? Cut your landline. The power goes out you. and your phone is so already dead because you forgot about. to charge it. Oh well, that just won't happen. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? Well, maybe the first part. The thing might the die thing from is, you looking at porn on no, it. No, the, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I, I have enough devices with USB outputs that I can basically charge my phone for days off of just the residual juice in all of my like computers and, and video game systems. <laughs> this is true. We we live in the age of technology, and I feel like, that was the thing. I feel like we're good. There was uh, that joke no, earlier. We live in the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. There was a <laughs> nobody joke earlier, actually saying that because I'm not gonna. But um, nobody laughed at it. Tom's not going to sing it. <laughs> um, I'll be quick. It's stupid. Uh, I saw it on the internet, so I'm sure everyone else has already seen it. But it was <laughs> At like least you're honest. it said, um, "I wanted to charge my book, but my friend was using the outlet to charge his cigarette." The future is stupid. <laughs> you know, it is. It is kind of weird when you think about it that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess we are. Well, people are very dependent on. Uh, our, we're. De- de- like dependent on our devices and like our phones, our computers, whatever. Well, well if a rip in the time space continuum in. ever happens underneath my feet and I wind up in like the twelve hundreds, I'm dead in thirteen seconds. <laughs> you won't be able to Google how no, to survive I'm, I'm the bubonic. Dead. Like unless you know? I can like, like rapidly find enough stuff to convince somebody that like I'm a wizard. <laughs> like if I can find like you know sulfur and some other stuff to like do some cool tricks with. Hopefully yeah. you, I might be okay. You carry a lot of shit in your pocket, so like maybe you'll have some like sparklers or something. I'll have. I got a couple lighters. Yeah, I got. And I wow them with that. <laughs> it's it's gonna be like one of those like Bill and Ted situations where you go back into the histories. It and totally would be. 
Oh, that'd be amazing. I would love. I would love to be Bill and or Ted. You want to be both at the same time? Maybe. Yeah, actually, I do. So what if she does? I'm just saying. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. Thank you for supporting my right to be both Bill yes. and Ted. So what you're Anytime. saying is, is your time traveler fluid? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to add that to the, like the the letters? Why not? Let's do it. We'll just add like Esquire at the end. <laughs> Esquire. Oh my god, that's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. LGBTQIA plus something else. Esquire. <laughs> we'll know what it means we'll know what it means that's all that matters yeah. oh and it's also it's like pride week so it's like, it's like, it's yeah. like oh did you hear about the skittles what no skittles? oh my god okay. this was the dumbest move ever skittles released a pack of it they're all white I'll get to that why in a second. I see your face. The first thing is that pisses me off. I mean, I don't eat a lot of candy anymore because I'm diabetic, but I hate the apple ones that replace the lime ones. So if I do eat Skittles, I throw them away. Okay. And now I won't be able to tell what they are. And now they've gone and made them albino. Yeah. But what it is is, is the package says this month only one rainbow matters, so we're giving ours back. Okay. That's actually kind of it, it, kind the, of the meaning is fine, but but people on the internet who want to get upset over things are like they're all white. That's racist. White things are racist. Things that are white. Are oh racist. my god! Um, as I've read in a it, video, it, the definition of racism of is. White I was going to bring that. I was there. Okay, so Tom and I also to hit on that. There was uh, uh, actually as a black woman who was um, trying to start a movement. Where um, oh, it was, it they're was, adding a brown stripe and a black add a stripe brown to the and rainbow black, flag. Yeah, they want to add a brown and a black stripe to the to the the flag, in order to say that even though you know pride we know has the gay pride flag is all inclusive. Those are not colors of the rainbow. Um, well, the thing is, right. apparently, some people think that the all inclusive gay pride flag does not include. Um, black folks and brown folks, yeah. but, but so it's orange folks. Need to have, yeah, exactly. And, and so purple. Donald Trump's in. Yes, but they need to have a stripe and purple people for, for black and for brown. That's that's and absurd that's because the exactly. colors the colors aren't for people. Exactly. It's a rainbow. It's not for ethnicity. It is for well, the, uh, the lady went over what each color yeah, means. The different colors based on the designer yeah, of the it's flag, like strength, courage, love, but it, stuff like that. Light, it's but it's a rainbow. Yeah. It is, yeah. but the rainbows. Um, it's like the color sig- well, signifies a certain, um, I, I guess, trait, but. Each their colors of the rainbow. Yes, uh, you know that there's black and brown in a rainbow. If you're like in smog ridden Los Angeles, right? There's just black and brown in the air. <laughs> if you're in smog ridden Los Angeles, that see that no, like that's one of those being outraged for the sake of being outraged. Just shut up. Just get yeah. off the internet. Wait, you are everything wrong but, with the internet. But hold on, that's the guy who made it. That was the intention of the gay pride. Uh, flag is that these colors? It's the rainbow. They yeah. make up one beautiful, there was, you know, thing. Right. Life, but healing, each of those, yeah, each sunlight, of those colors it was is, supposed to symbolize but it's based something. on the rainbow. Yes. Yeah. So they want to put in. But so this person wants to put in brown and black the, yes, because this of skin other colors. lady. Yes, yeah. this other lady who is getting all red. That's that's who up. I'm telling to shut up. Yeah, yeah her. is the riled up chick. Yeah, yeah, shut up and get off the internet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she's she needs to do better. She's actually like some kind of like. Politician or head of a I don't committee, know. of course she is, because like she's so, looking for press. Yeah, 
someone who's in a position of power who should not be in a position of power. Not with that. And then she gives the the definition of um, what was it? Is it racism? Is that what she tries to get the definition yeah, of? And basically, it's, it's it has to do with um, the only thing is. Basically, if you're white, you have no idea what racism is or it's the lack of knowledge of – it was something really stupid that was not the definition of racism. And I wish I had the article, but it's actually a video. I wish I had the video, but I don't, so – Yeah, I'm going to go with she needs to shut up and get off the Exactly. That's why the person – the the black girl who's doing this video is kind of joking saying that, you know – Pretty soon, the definition of racism will just be white people. That's it, white people. And she makes a good point because it's. I've gotten into a lot of arguments with black folks on the internet over the definition of racism. I've decided, and like the whole Colin so Kaepernick thing, so ignorant about it. The whole Colin Kaepernick thing is is really kind of getting on my nerves. <gasps> they still going on about that? Oh, it's yes. still going, well, because no, because he released a statement that he's choosing. To not play in the NFL anymore. I'm like, dude, that's like me saying I'm choosing not to bang Sofia Vergara. If the choice isn't really there for you to make, it's not really your choice. Nobody's hiring you. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's that's how that works. And so we were like, oh, but you know, he's you know he's an activist and he's this, and it's wrong that they're not hiring him. And I'm like, okay, let me let me just put this out there. I said, so what? Uh, let me just make this statement. I should be allowed to uh, do or say whatever I choose to do. Uh, with no regard to my employer, uh, even though I am doing and saying those things on my employer's time using my employer's platforms and facilities. Does anyone agree with that statement? There is never a reply to that comment. <laughs> never. Because that's what it really boils down to. Dude, I get, dude, believe what you want to believe. It's a thing. And I'm all about people speaking up. But you can't have it both ways. If you're going to be an activist, you have to understand there will be repercussions. Yes. I deal with – dude, there are companies downtown that effing hate me, that will never do business with us because of who we are and what we do and what we believe. And I'm OK with that because my stand is more important than ever working for any of those companies. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. So Colin Kaepernick, your stand – is more important to you than being a quarterback in the NFL. And that's cool. That is your choice. But you you can't have that both ways. Hmm. Yeah. I just but I, I, you want to know what I really think personally, but <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, you're not. I just like football. So I'm like, yay, football. <laughs> yay, powder puff. Uh, I never got to do that as a kid anyway. Not that you're bitter. No, not at all. <laughs> not salty. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back for our next segment. Sweet. Oh I, I totally turned the mics on while that was going on to Good. bring us back in. I'm, so, so we're back in. Uh, so welcome back to the way station. Um, Tom was just uh, deep throating a sausage. It's a little one too. Uh, yeah. So, so apparently he has a very shallow mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha. 
Megan. And is, we broke Megan. Yeah. Um, just so that you know, Megan. <laughs> Nobody is ever having sex again. Thanks, Tom. Sweet. <laughs> Turn you all on with my oh, skills. Little nieces and nephews. Oh my God. I, don't, I don't get it. I wish mm. I would have had a visual for that because the sausage is so good. <laughs> it's, it's it's less cool now that you're eating it. <laughs> now now it's kind of creepy. <laughs> so uh, you know, speaking of disgusting things, um, or actually things that might be a little twisted, we're going to talk Game of Thrones briefly. <laughs> Yeah, um, I uh, have not really watched the show, but I've had the entire thing spoiled for me by everyone I know. So, um, do you want me to give you a minute? Okay. There's a, there was an article on Crack.com that was like seven crazy fan theories, you know, that might be true, blah, 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 blah. And I wanted to like run a couple of them past people who actually watch the show and know what the hell it's about. Um, okay. Dave, do you watch Game of Thrones? Um, I'm a couple seasons back. Um, I, like, I, well, because I tried to get into it. I gave it like five episodes and it didn't really hook me but then people were like dude give it another shot so the then I started seasons. watching it yeah. and said I think I'm on uh-huh. season four. First episode you had incest and child murder how did you not get hooked? <laughs> and this is coming from the guy who just deep throated the sausage so there we have Tells it. Tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. I think I shallow throated it. It was, it was small and I was already choking. <laughs> okay wow. Um, I'll try. I'll try and go uh, through the two that I think sound the coolest. First of all, what the fuck is warging? A warging? What uh, you see? Where one of the characters <laughs> can mentally go into an animal or even another person and see through them and kind of take control of them. Okay. Well, apparently some some bad stuff happened to this you know this brand fellow, <laughs> and th- their theory here is that he's going to warg into a dragon. Um. Which would be Seems actually possible. really amazing. Yes. And, and here are our clues. And it would tie stuff together very yeah. nicely. Well, the clues Have here... the dragons ever actually showed up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, they yeah. have. Okay. Now, this is... glory. I mean, it's... It, yeah. This is, again, this is crack.com. So anything that's not my words, I'm reading off their website. I'm not being a plagiarist. Because I, I just told you where I'm reading it. That makes it okay. Yes. Okay. You just got to cite your sources. Yes. Back in season four, when Bran first had his magic tree vision, he saw a giant shadow flying over King's Landing. Then in season six, we saw that image extended, and there was a dragon included. And then they said when he meets the three-eyed raven, he's told that he'll never walk again, but he will fly. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, but like chung, chung. one of the other wargs used a bird often. So it can just be tossed yeah, off that, on that. But yeah, but that's the boring. dragon thing would be really but cool. But a bigger shadow. We're talking like a big shadow, not oh, yeah. like just like a, well, show a dragon. dragon. Total ripoff from the Beastmaster. The Beastmaster, you see through birds, <laughs> did his thing. Stealing it from the Beastmaster. As long as he uh, you know Hodor is one of the dragons, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I feel like you just channeled Bob. He was working into you. Right? I don't ever want to hear the phrase Bob worked me ever again. Well, you heard I don't, it? I, was, I, don't, I don't ever want to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just confused when I first read that until I read a little bit further and I kind of got, kind of got the idea of what it was. But like, they have dire wolves in, on the show. Right, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Which are called wargs. So I was like, "What? He dire wolves into a dragon?" What but I that? think those are W O. 
Uh, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. And the ability is WA. Yes. So anyway, the other one, the other one, hey, nerd stuff, don't worry about it. Um, the other one, this, this is a crazy one. I find this shallow and pedantic. <laughs> shallow <laughs> Spelling and is pedantic. stupid. Um, this one is the idea that it's actually sort of a science fiction story and not a fantasy one, which is a stretch for the way they – but the description that they give here, okay, they're talking about it here first. I don't know anything about this. They're saying – the Long Night was apparently thousands of years before the events of the show, and it was a winter that lasted a generation. This one dude's like, oh, that sounds like a nuclear winter. <laughs> okay. And then it spawned all this. Okay, but now here's the other thing is George R.R. R. Martin had previously written some science fiction work. He has one called In the House of the Worm. It's about a futuristic, futuristic society that's been relegated to a rudimentary state. Oh, I thought it was about Tom's mouth. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> oh, they mentioned they mentioned um, oh they mentioned douchey and horny in the previous um, previous paragraph. So maybe it, maybe it was right. So anyway, he's got another story where humans have gene manipulation that where people can create almost anything, including dragons, people who can change their skin, and people who can animate dead bodies. Okay. Now, that's just like other stories he's written, and that's convenient. That would be convenient. But here's the other thing, is they go, one of the factions of the genetic engineers in the House of the Worm, they had a symbol um, that was the theta, which, if you can see it, is this thing on this dude's chest. Sorry, viewers. Right. I mean, listeners, because you're <laughs> not viewers. You can't see it. Google theta. And they're like, they're like, right. it's shown up like all the fucking time in Game of Thrones. They go, um, the very first season, you've got one with dead bodies. You've got uh, fire in the last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. You have, is it, is it Sansa? Is it Sansa? It's Sandisk. Yeah, whatever. You've got, you've got her... her her giant ass necklace. So they're like, maybe it's an homage, or maybe like this is like a future society well, that's been through gene manipulation and a nuclear war, and that's why they have all this crap. And they just started inbreeding. Or it could be the you know the scream that's in every Star Wars movie or one one three eight. The Wilhelm a, scream. Yeah, exactly. The Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, a calling um, card that's left. Um, I had heard a similar theory trying to say that Game of Thrones is not set in a fantasy past, but it's set on Earth in like the distant future. But it uh, it just seems kind of flimsy. I don't Anybody think would think that that would be the truth. I think even if it was the truth, though, I don't think like the last episode is going to pull like a one eighty and be like they're going to find like some lost, some ruins of like. You know, the fucking Pentagon. The Battlestar Galactica will land (laughs) and and scoop them all up. Can't even talk about Battlestar Galactica. But, like, as as a theory, if it doesn't really contradict anything in this show, I think it's neat to play with. But, again. One of the problems, too, is with the whole, it's, I guess I read one where it's trying to say that it's future Earth. Yeah. But it's already been shown that. The Westeros is just like the United Kingdom flip-flopped, like a mirror image of it or upside down or some shit like that. So it's – he's already using a real-world map from a different angle. Yeah. Hey, so wait a second. I'm really going to write this the book and let me just – Hold I'm on a make second. up this content. I have this really crazy idea to make up a whole entire continent. Let's just take Europe and – Flip it over. Oh, wait. You want hey, to- how about we name everything uh, after the direction it's in? That That's like a really smart, cool idea. Oh, my God. Super clever. Yeah. Super clever. You know, you've got... Because that never happens. Like, well, no, you know, no. Like, it, like it West Virginia. It, it, do- no. it does. North, like, north like and South got, Carolina. You've got like... 
you know, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, a uh, similar name scheme. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and you've got, like, what, like, uh, the Mines of Mordor, and you've got, like, what, Dunbarogue, and all these other Duns, and all this, you know, Minas Tirith. And then you've got fucking Westeros. I'm just, it, <laughs> it, it just feels kind of lame in comparison. Well, I don't know. Just me, maybe. <laughs> Yay, maybe there's me. a throne made of, made of stuff. Iron stuff, yay! And, there, and there's a game about it. Yeah, it's a game. It's a terrible game. game I don't feel Thrones. like anybody's going to end up actually winning. Game of Thrones is um, the rich people's version of musical chairs. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to take over this place. Do you guys um, want to play musical chairs instead of doing this right now? Cause no, because I feel, like, I feel like I'd end up dying. Same <laughs> thing. It's, yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it is. It's definitely it's like Britain the flip flop. Inverted Ireland. Flip flop. Flippy flop. Uh, this is, okay. Do I have time for something else that's, that's stupid and awesome? Three minutes. Sure. Okay. There's a game. There's a, there's a tactical um, game for uh, I think DS or Game Boy Advance, something like that. One of them called. Um, no, I can't remember the name. It's just like Tactic Wars <gasps> or something. Is he calling in? Yeah. I think you've got him calling in right now. Oh, oh. well. Oh. We'll table this discussion. Oh, and then he just hung up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here he is discussion. Again. Oh, table discussion. All right, you want to get him? Uh, no, because we're gonna have to take a break before well, yeah. we get our guest in. Um, so. <laughs> so we've only been yeah. back for like three minutes, but let's take another break. Tacos. <laughs> a short break. Oh, I remembered. Ish. Short. We're just gonna take a break, huh? Go, no, we're not, not yet. All right, then I'll go for it. Okay, it was this game called Advance Wars, which was like oh, a military simulator. Advance simula- Wars, yeah. Simulator. Okay, but you can make your own scenarios and maps, and some guy, like painstakingly in like you know tile by tile format, recreated the continents of or, or the, the countries in Game of Thrones. Did his best job trying to figure out what units would represent what, like the planes were the dragons and everybody else was like land units. And then he built like the, the ice wall or whatever with like a whole um, just shit ton of guys behind that. And then just basically set all the factions to attack each other to see who would win. <laughs> and spoiler alert, it was Daenerys. But anyway, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler Daenerys. Whatever. I don't care. Danny. Yeah. No. But um, it was... No. Her lovers call her Danny. You you call a no. queen Danny. by her name. Damn it, Queen Danny. No, mother of like dragons and queen my Liz. children. Mother of dragons is a title. And my children. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll accept that. I'll Anybody take it. Yeah. T- okay. <laughs> yes, I am. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go on a quick hiatus. When we come back, we're going to have Troy with us. He is a comic book writer, and he's written a bunch of stuff. And we're going to discuss all of these things. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, comic books! (laughs) I don't get it. Just go ahead and cut here. That's okay. Just keep rolling. They'll they'll be right back. Hello and welcome back to the Way Station. I'm Stephanie. Hi. That's Megan. We've got our guest host, Tom and Shim. <laughs> and we are now on the line with Troy Vavasis, our guest and uh, writer of The Diamond Star. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, we're pretty well. Uh, we're hanging out at the studio and... We're about to start talking comics, so very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for our listeners, um, 
give people a background on uh, your creation and your writing. Um, well, I've been writing comics now for the last five years or so, and I um, have written. Uh, well, I self I started out self publishing, and then I was in a few uh, anthologies, including uh, Indie Comics Magazine. And then I um, wrote an issue of uh, Vincent Price Presents uh, for Storm Comics. And now my uh, two current projects are uh, Mr. Crypt, published by Alterna Comics, and The Diamond Store, published by Tenacious, uh, Tenacious Comics. Awesome. So you've been doing this for quite some time then. Five years is kind of a... That's that's a decent amount of time to be in the industry. Heck yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm kind of interested about this um Vincent Price presents. What what's the story behind that one? If I may. Uh well, uh Vincent Price presents that was uh about a year ago and that was it's like a it's almost like the Twilight Zone. So he Vincent Price introduces the the story and then the end of the story, he shows up again at the end of it uh, to kind of, like, close out the story. So it um, was about 22 pages. So, like, the first page and the last page had him on it. And it was it was a lot of fun writing uh, dialogue in the style of how he would have talked. So, it, you know, I spent a lot of time watching his movies and his interviews and all that to to uh, get a feel for the words he used and how he talked and all that. So, so it felt like it was something that he would have really said. Oh, so you do you did your research on that one. That's good. He was he was a cool guy. Um, yeah. Weird kind of charisma, but but super cool. The right kind of charisma yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird charisma, the yeah. right kind of charisma. Yeah, the world will miss yeah. Vincent Price. Um, not the same kind of charisma as his Muppet counterpart, Vincent Twice. Vincent Twice. <laughs> this is true. Who I have to bring up every time Vincent Price comes up. But that that's another story. We don't need to get into that. That's a story for another day. Um, so, okay, so you've been doing this for five years. How long have you been writing? Have you, have you always wanted to be a writer? Is this something that just kind of came up, like, within the last five years? Um, well, I actually... Kind of just when I was in uh, high school, I, you know, I had to do writing assignments and everything for English class, and I just kind of would write short stories for fun. And then I picked up a book about six years ago that was about um, it was a how-to book for writing comic scripts, uh, written by Dennis O'Neill, and I uh, read that and started writing comic scripts and. I started out self-publishing, and then I, at, uh, about two years ago, was uh, first published by a publisher for uh, Indie Comics magazine. And uh, and then Vincent Price was actually the first uh, full comic that I had published by a publisher, so that was, that was very cool. That, that's really awesome, and, and, and that happened last year, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I know that you recently had a... There was a Kickstarter for uh, a new comic of yours, uh, The Diamond Star. Yeah, that uh, that comic is uh, published by Tenacious Comics, and they recently put up a Kickstarter for it. And uh, that's going to be an ongoing series. And 
um, issue two is being worked on now, and issue one just got done on Kickstarter, and that's in the process of being printed and all that. So awesome! So, can you tell our listeners a little bit about what the Diamond Star is about? Uh, well, the Diamond Star is like in a uh, like a fantasy setting, and it follows a a uh, the character of Irina as she is uh, tasked by her her father to save um, her uncle who both her father and and her uncle are like mystical beings who her father's like uh, has like earth powers and all that and her father and her uncle has like uh, he oversees like the sky and all that so if if he were to die, their world would basically end. So uh, her uncle is is ill, and she must uh, go save him. And and meets a lot of uh, friends and enemies along the way. So it's, it's like a you know adventure, uh, all ages adventure story. Yeah, we and we actually had Alethea on on our show. It was. I think it was it was it had to be a couple of shows ago. Oh yeah, like a couple of like, months. Yeah. yeah. She was really good, uh really nice. Um her artwork was really cool, so it's really cool that she actually did your work. That's that's awesome. It, it's synergy, man. Yeah. Like I feel like everybody like we're just getting all these people Heck that are yeah. all connected on our show. You guys, it's yeah. it's just the little interlink. I know. Keeping it in the well, family. And and that's the thing with, you know, independent comics even if you get published through an, an indie you know, publisher. Uh, it, it's a small pond, and it is. it's kind of cool yeah, it that we all know each other, in a sense. Yeah, and uh, clearly, yeah. you guys support each other. I mean, hey, that's really that's really cool. I think that's really freaking cool. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, how was it working with her on this project? It, it was it was good, and uh, she has a, a really great uh, art style, and um, she really brings a lot to the to the visuals of the of the story. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun working on that series. And, uh, right now it's a, it's an ongoing series. So I'm, I'm not sure how many issues they'll end up being. So. Well, it sounds like it has the potential to be, you know, a, a somewhat sweeping epic if, if that's where you choose to go with it. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, guess we'll... And the, and the story, you know, each issue more... More uh, subplots and, and everything start to open up, so different story threads start to reveal themselves over time. So pay attention, folks. Start reading and continue reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you're also working on... Well, this is something that you wanted to talk about, and um, Mr. Crypt for Alterna Comics. Uh, so, Mr. Crypt is something that I've actually been working on for for a few years now, and and when I finished the first issue, I um, submitted it to Alterna Comics, and they published it uh, digitally last year. And now, with their new uh, newsprint line, it will uh, be out on uh, September twentieth. And it's going to be in uh, the Diamond Previews catalog uh, on Wednesday with the uh, order number of 
J U L one seven one three two seven. So, just in case you're interested in ordering, you've got that yep. number. <laughs> so, tell us a little yep. bit about Mr. Crypt. Um, it looks like he has a super cool BFF rat. Yeah, and apparently yep. he wears a mustache and a hat as a disguise. That's crazy. It's like me yeah. putting on yeah. a pair of glasses. It's me pretending to be Superman. It works for Superman. Don't <laughs> knock it. It's adorable. I saw the picture. It's not of you, of, of, of the, of the oh, comic. thanks. I'm not giving you a compliment. Thanks. No offense. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, what about now? I things, don't know. Who are you? Things are getting a little real here in the studio. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, tell us like tell us about Mr. Crypt and his BFF rat. Like I, I want to hear stories. So so uh, Mr. Crypt takes place in the uh, thirty in the nineteen thirties, and um, he basically it starts out with him waking up from the grave, and he doesn't know who he was when he was alive, and he just starts wandering around town, and the villagers start chasing him because they. You know, that just these angry mobs start chasing him and all because they think it's strange a skeleton is walking around. So he ends up running into a, a clothing store and he puts on a hat and mustache and a suit. And then when he's wearing that, no one knows he's a skeleton. And then he ends up uh, finding an abandoned house where, uh, with a rat living there. And he ends up living in this house and the rat becomes his pet, and he, he names the rat uh, Baron Rat. Did, did you say a, a, a what? What was that? Uh, he named uh, Baron Rat. Oh, okay. He named Baron Rat. Baron rat. Go- gotcha. Honestly, my big question is, if it's set in the 30s, um, can the entire comic be read like this? See? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's good. <laughs> Gonna put on my coat. See? Meh. You want all my skeleton? Meh. <laughs> Look at my mustache. <laughs> I think... Never know it's me. See? Meh. <laughs> the 30s really doesn't get enough love, because um, everyone's all so like hung up on like the roaring 20s. And then the mm-hmm. sad part of the twenty, <laughs> yeah, the, the Great Depression. Well, again, the thirties is mostly the depression. So yes, there's, yes, but like so I that's mean, why it doesn't get a whole lot well, of love. Yeah, but it's it's always it's always sad, <laughs> sad things. It, I mean, it, it's okay if it is. That's a good story to tell. But there's more. There's so much more. Maybe maybe in your next book that you can come on and not talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had. I, I, there are like eight bells. Can I get a do over? <laughs> Hit it, Meg. <laughs> no, so cool. So, I mean, it's, so it's set in the 30s. I mean, it, that's, that's, and I guess that's a good question. Why did you pick that time period? Um, well, because, like, you know, I, I wanted it to have a similar feel to, like, the old uh, monster movies, you know, from the 30s. So, uh, I always I was a big fan of those old monster movies. So, I wanted to have like an all ages comic set in that time period well i mean and that's that actually kind of answers the question i mean is you know is it more you know so i mean it's an all ages comic so it's not necessarily mature content that sort of stuff no although no, i don't know definitely not. it's 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 something that uh everyone uh could enjoy which is great yeah it doesn't yeah. i mean it's a skeleton you can always make boner jokes but 
Yeah. Good job, dude. You just made the boner joke. And I laughed legitimately. No, so it sounds kind of cool. Absolutely, it does. So um, are you a big fan of uh, – actually, what is your favorite old movie monster? Because we're talking about uh, the 30s. So let's let's the, go for it. The Wolfman. Okay. The Lon Chaney Jr. one. Yeah. Why is the Wolfman your favorite? Is there like, is there a, a reason for it? Like, do you connect with him on some level, I mean, or just he's well, just super well, cool? Uh, first of all, I, I always liked the the design, like the makeup design that they had for the Wolfman. Plus, I I just always liked the idea that he's not he's not necessarily a villain because he doesn't really know that, like you know, for the first half of the movie, he doesn't even realize he's a werewolf yet. So, you know, he's not really in control of the situation. And he's not like uh, Dracula. Dracula is just bad. He's a victim of circumstance. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Which is how I view uh, Frankenstein's monster. Um, Yeah, that's true. He's he's another one. He didn't ask to get brought back to life? Right. And my my favorite uh, rendition is the De Niro rendition. Like, I I really Mm -hmm. connected with him. Um, Really, mine is young Frankenstein. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's a good one that's, that's my that, that is favorite. fantastic but going with the whole actual feels and not for comedy purposes uh, De Niro killed that role I feel like De Niro would have been much better if he would have done putting on the Ritz I'm just saying <laughs> oh my god um, I think the, the funny thing with Frankenstein though too is like um, and I think that version gets more into it, but like a lot of the movies leave out the fact that by the second half of the book, he's kind of a big dick. But I mean, wouldn't you be? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But like short end of the stick, um, everybody hates you. You're disgusting. Well, and you're like the uh, what's the word? Um, uh, you're like a, a meta zombie. Yeah, because because it, it, you know different brain body parts stuff. I like to think of it more as a. Um, uh, sentient flesh golem. <laughs> oh my god! But I play D anD D, so that's where I would. There go. we go. That's where that comes from. Yeah. That sounds like something Tom would be very into. A, a sentient flesh golem. Yeah. Oh. Depends <laughs> on what it looks like. <laughs> so, are you a um, a big fan of horror, or are you like action? Like, it, I mean, I uh, from the well, comics. We're, we're talking about like. You know, monster movies. So I just figured I'd check it. Yeah, hey, he could like the movie. I've always been a fan of uh, horror movies and things like that. And and I have written uh, a lot of uh, short horror stories for different uh, horror anthologies, also. And yeah, and so when I started writing Mister Crypt, I thought I'd do something. It was kind of the horror genre, but for all ages. You know, it's nothing really that scary in Mr. Crypt. It's, uh, you know, it's it deals with a skeleton, and there are vampires in the second issue, but there's not, it, it doesn't handle it in a, a scary, you know, in a, a very mature way. You know? <laughs> They're more, uh, more Twilight vampires than, say, Blade. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More, well, it's, it's, so yeah. it's 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 more about you know the fun factor of it. Like like you yeah, mentioned, like the old it, Universal yeah, monster exactly. movies are. I mean, some of them you know would probably scare the crap out of kids, but overall they're they're more fun than like the horror movies yeah. that we have today. In that yeah. sense, the it's little like, girl with the flower. 
Ugh. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like every man I've ever dated. Uh. You must you must date a lot of sentient flesh golems. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. The, actually, that's uh, that's my thing. You oh. know, I'm like really okay, attracted. So it's it's to not them. Tom's thing. It's your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I'm taking your thing. It was uh, already my thing. As long as my thing becomes your thing and goes in your mouth. Okay. Okay. This just went south. <laughs> uh. I'm getting out of here. I want a divorce. <laughs> not really. Just kidding. Psych. Stop talking like this before this <laughs> bell goes through your skull. I'd, I'd apologize oh. for everyone, um, but this is how it normally is anyway. So, yeah. yeah. You, know. you know, we just met tonight, apparently. Okay. Right. So I, I guess what's next? Yeah. Well, what are you going to do after this? Um, well, well, for now, I'm just like, there's going to be, uh, well, Mr. Cripps going to be a three-issue miniseries, and the Diamond Star is ongoing. So for right now, I'm just focusing on these two. Sort of sort of I fleshing guess. out the universe, if you will, of the skeleton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fleshing out the skeleton. Fleshing out the skeletal universe, yes. Very, very yeah. nice. I'm here for you. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the segues and the cheap jokes. That's what I'm here for. You are the color man. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. No, so that's cool. I mean, like, like in your head, do you have, like, a vision for how many stories this is going to encompass or how long you're going to be playing this out? Or is it, you know, hey, as long as people are buying it, I'm going to keep writing it? <laughs> uh, well, well, for Mr. Crypt, it's a, a three-issue miniseries. And, and I've actually, they've always been uh, published through uh, Comixology OA uh, last year and uh well, the third issue came out on Comicsology in uh, January, so they've they've always they're all you know finished and they've all been published digitally. This is just now that they're being released in print now. Okay, very cool. Yeah. And and for the Diamond Store, I'm still working on that series. That's a ongoing. That's awesome. So, okay, you've been writing for a while. Um, what what kind of drives you? Like, what motivates you to be a writer, to explore these, you know, worlds that you create? Um, well, I just, uh, I always just had a, a, you know, kind of a wild imagination. And I just, I have a lot of fun writing and creating and, and seeing them, you know, come to life and, and seeing them in print and everything like that. So just, uh, you know, just a lot. Uh, it's a fun journey to go on to, from start to finish, you know, starting with the script and everything, see the, the art and the, the letters and all that, get down and see the finished product eventually. Now, um... I, I was talking to you a, a tiny itsy-bitsy bit before um, we got on the air, and you were saying that you had a Kickstarter, and this was your first Kickstarter? Uh, that that was the uh, the Diamond Store one that Tenacious Comics mm-hmm. set up. And that was, uh, yeah, that was the first Kickstarter I've been involved in, and that one uh, went from April, May, I think it was. And, uh, and now they're... They're working on printing 
the uh, first issue and sending out all the rewards and things like that. Oh, that's awesome. So how was your Kickstarter experience? Did you – a lot of people feel very um, stressed out, pressured. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just yeah. – yeah, like Kickstarter is very – They're uh, planning this like they have to plan their 16th child or their child's 16th birthday. Right. Like it's like super serious. So how – I mean did you run the Kickstarter yourself? Did you have help? Uh, well, the nice part about it was, you know, that the publisher set up the Kickstarter, so I I helped advertise it and things like that. But they they uh, handle the other aspects of it. So basically, you didn't have to worry too much about building the page and building like the the rewards. And basically, is is that what you're getting at? Well, well, I had some input in the rewards. Like there was like a assigned uh, script reward that I suggested and uh, and uh, signed copies of the book and things like that. But for the most part, a lot of the rewards, they, they uh, came up with most of them. So that's beautiful. Like that took all the stress out of doing a Kickstarter. See, yeah, I do a Kickstarter yeah, all the time. Was, somebody's going to do that for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It wasn't uh, very stressful at all. It, the nice thing was, you know, really all I had to worry about was advertising it and all that, which they, they advertised it too, but I, you know, helped advertise yeah, it more. you need to push your own product too. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. Well, social media is such a fantastic tool for independent creators, whether or not you are self-published or published through an indie publishing company. So, yeah, it's definitely good to put yourself out there and market yourself appropriately. So, yay. Uh, I'm really glad for you that you didn't have to go through that stress. Yeah. I know for me, I probably would have gave up by the time it started. <laughs> like, oh, it's up. Got to go. Uh, almost every person that I've talked to that's done a Kickstarter, basically what they do is it, they work for months and months and months on it. Then they go live and they hide under a blanket for about <laughs> two and a half weeks. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, blanket people. Hey, you know, blanket protects you from the outside world. Hear no evil, see no evil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with the Waystation. Do you have the time? Welcome back to the Waystation. Troy Vavasis, our guest. What's up, what's up, what's up? That was really loud. Sorry. Never do that again. You're okay. Are you there, Troy? Troy. I think we've lost the caller. Hello. Well, oh, oh there, there we go. There we got him. Okay. Yes. There he is. We, we were concerned we lost you. Lost you. <laughs> what happened? Uh, there was a, a you nuclear see, there was fallout. A, a moment in time and space that everything just stopped. <laughs> but now we're back. We had to speed things up. So, as of now, um, so Mr. Crypt is coming out in September, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, September 20th. September 20th. Mm-hmm. Of. This year? Yes, of this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it could be next yep. year or the year after that. 
over after that. <laughs> so um, we're, we're getting close to the end of the interview, but um, one quick question that I have for you. You've been self-published and you've also been published through um, other people. So do you prefer having that control um, as a self-publisher or do you uh, enjoy the – the fruit. In other words, do you like being alone or in a team? <laughs> well, I actually, I actually prefer working with the, the publishers, uh, and that's something that I always wanted to be a part of. And you know, when I started out self-publishing, I that was my goal from the beginning was to be published by publishers. So, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of fun to work with different publishers, and plus, they, you know when they support the book and they, you know, they have a lot more, I think they have a lot more reach and power than just one person. So I think they can get the books out to more places than just I could or, you know. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely one of the, uh, the banes of being, um, an independent creator is getting your work out there and, you know, doing your own marketing and, you know, seeing how far your reach can go. That uh, stuff is hard. It is not yeah. easy. <laughs> it, it really isn't. Like, I, I feel for people who do it by themselves. Like, good for you. Kudos to you. You are the real MVPs. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I honestly, I'd probably break down. Like, I don't know what to do. I need your help, please, God. Just send me something. <laughs> you know, a, a a cheeseburger or like a taco or something. Just send me something. Just something. <laughs> it's raining tacos. So if people are looking to find your work, where can they find you? Um, well, I'm on Facebook and I'm also, I have a website, Troy's uh, Comics dot blogspot.com okay and that that's and that's your it that's your site to get all your comics do you can you order them through there uh no that's just my like my uh blog where i post i post links to all the different places that the publishers have the books at so that's like that's my website where i post everything okay and then if they want if they're looking to purchase, yeah, where, where do they go if they want to buy these comics from you? Well, well, for like for Mister Crip, they'll uh, they can just order them at their uh, comic book store starting next week when it's in the catalog. Nice. And uh, so the they just add it to their pool list, and the store will uh, order it for them. And and then uh, Mr. Crypt is already out on uh, Comixology uh, digitally, so they can get it through there. And um, and then for the Diamond Star, uh, it's not out in print yet. They're still printing it, but the digital edition of the Diamond Star can be uh, found on the Tenacious Comics website. Beautiful. Awesome. There we go. Yeah, so if yeah. you want to, people, check them out. Check out Diamond Star and, and check out Mr. Crypt and uh, yeah. shoot him a Facebook friend request and we'll see if he accepts you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worthy? <laughs> Troy, thank you so much for being on our yep. show. The Waystation appreciates Thanks for it. Having me. Um, 
we will definitely be checking out Mr. Crypt when it comes out in September. I like it. Yes. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. Bye. And that was our interview with Troy Vavasis. I like to say his last name. I feel like it's. I feel like I'm a wrestling announcer. Troy Vavasis. But does, do I sound like a wrestling announcer? I don't. It's okay. It's not, it's because you're not holding the mic upside down. Oh, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You got to do a little. But if we do that here, we get in trouble. So it says so on the door. Don't doors don't lie. All right, so me and Meg are ready to have a shot of tequila. Tequila. Is, is that no? Maybe not me, but you. But. Oh yeah, no, definitely me. And I have a tequila story after this. Oh, good for you! Congratulations Ooh. on your tequila story. Uh, I guess no. So I was out last night, and uh, you know, had a few drinks, whatever. <clears throat> And when I went to get my tab, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get two shots of tequila, right? Because me and the person I was out with, I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to just order a shot for myself. I will order it for me and my friend. I walk over to the table like, hey, I've got these two shots of tequila. Have one. And my friend just looked at me and was like, nope. <laughs> so guess who drank two shots of tequila oh in a row, my God. this bitch? I, that oh seems like a perfectly, God. perfectly rational course of action. Well, I'm not going to leave let it. it go to waste. Like if you, well, but like if you're going to two shots in a row, well, no, but oh if, if you're going to spring a shot on someone, tequila might not be the one to spring on someone. Well, you know, maybe. Well, the person that I was with had been drinking like all day. See, even worse. Yeah. So, yeah. There Doesn't you go. matter. They should have. <laughs> They should have drank it. No, you want to know? <laughs> you want to know? Tom. Hold on. Thank you, Tom. When you're presented with a free drink in a bar, you <laughs> freaking drink it. It's proper. As long etiquette. as a friend's presenting it, not some strange. I was dude. like, that's how every roofie story ever <laughs> has ever happened, ever. <laughs> but nobody's roofied me. Um, after this episode, I'm sure they will. You're going to get roofied all the time. <laughs> Actually, no, they want you cognizant because if you're not, you know, the sounds that you make, your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not any better when he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. You saw that. With, you, you he said, snores like a mofo. Oh we, yeah. yeah. We went to what, what convention was it? Was it, 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 was, was, uh, it was Toledo. Shut up, Danny DeVito. Uh, I, I believe it was uh, Toledo Fantasticon, not the one that just passed, but no, the, the one, one before the year that. Before. That was the year I got. I told drunk you to get it fell on my birthday. Yeah. I woke up at like 6.30 in the morning because this motherfucker over here was sawing logs. Cock a doodle doo. <laughs> it was, I, you know, and I, and I, <sighs> I have slept next to people who have sleep apnea like a motherfucker. I have sleep apnea like a motherfucker. They did not. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly you have – it's like a double motherfucker with you. I got because, the power. Yeah. Power. <laughs> I woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep because he's just like – can you can dying. You do an impression the- of your – No, hold on. I got it. Hold on. You might, I'm just letting you know. It might get a little intense. <laughs> It wasn't even loud enough. <laughs> it sounded like somebody was. I feel like that's the sound effect that you always hear, like in a cartoon, when like a rip, like a black hole appears <laughs> and starts sucking things into it. Like he stops. It's so scary, too. Like there have been times when I first met him that I would have to like 
knocking to make sure he was okay. Yeah. Every uh, once in a while, I'm waking I still up going, do. Man, why, why does my side hurt? What is this bruise? Where'd this come keep from? Megan, three beat bruised the shit ribs. What the hell? She keeps beating the shit out of me in my sleep. You're welcome. Yeah. Can't do it when you're awake. Because <laughs> she cares. <laughs> no, because I she physically you can't beat my I ass care. while I'm awake. <laughs> It's her only chance to do it. No. <laughs> well, as a horrible segue, I just happened to be scrolling through my phone and I seen a little article talking about a new pedestrian plaza in Detroit. They blocked off a section of Woodward uh, right yeah. off Jefferson and put tables and crap out in the street. I'm looking at it right now. That is two blocks from my work and it fucks up my drive every single day and I am fucking sassy as shit about it. And but I'm don't you walk over to the food trucks and get like a fish taco that's going to give you the shits later? Nope. No, they're not. The food trucks on uh, good Cadillac Square are actually oh. yeah, good. They're, they're, they're really, they're really good. I'm just surprised that they would... That's Like Woodward to Jefferson is a huge intersection. Why would you block that off making everybody freaking... Because they're trying to join Hart Plaza, like the Riverwalk, well, with... Woodward yeah, to like, get people wait, is, to campus what, what are they marches, closing which is it great. For? They're blocking it off for 90 days this summer just to make it like a plaza area for pedestrians. And they're saying, yes, to make it easier to go to Hart Plaza. I still got to cross Jefferson. <laughs> I'm still going to get ran over. <laughs> Somebody is still going to kill me. Okay, there's, there's nowhere to put anything down there. Why would you even do that? It's already terrible as it is. No, if yeah. you, and if you actually look at it, because I, I drive by it every single day that I go to work, it is... Just a bunch of tables and chairs. Yeah, I'm, and like I'm looking at pictures right now. Truck. Well, they got like three trucks out there that, in the photos. In the photos. And then a bunch of planners with like little tiny trees in them and some for tables. Like the first hour. Like, is <laughs> the whole campus marshes thing so incredibly overutilized that they need to expand stuff? It, they probably uh, do. I, I refuse starting, to even go down there for fun. It's, it's, I hate it's it. If you're going to block a street off, why the hell would you block off Woodward at Jefferson? Why would you block it there? Why not block off? Like a street to the south or to the north or because whatever. Because our city government is run by geniuses. That's why. Goddamn politicians. Boo. Politicians are so fucking smart. I don't know about you, Steph, but they're they're letting us go um, at an hour early on Monday because the, of the fireworks traffic. Yeah. Um, so at least there's that. It, if I could, I would just work from home on Monday, but that's not going to happen. That really sucks that you guys have to work on Monday. I have to work on Monday. What? Well, well, technically, Meg, it's school day, and I can't miss school. No. Right, and, and Meg, you have Sundays and Mondays off. This is true. So that's, technically, that's it's part of our job. But I'm trying Saturdays to work Tuesday. See, but I, I feel I like if you're going to give Tuesday off because of the Fourth of July, why wouldn't you just give them the weekend off? It's it's this Monday. This Monday. yeah, this Monday. You know, the fireworks is never the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. It's always the week before at a minimum. And a bunch of people on my team have taken the day off because they've worked with the company for several years and they know it's going to be a it's, shit show. It, mm. It's a debacle. And I don't know how to get out of it. Call in sick. I don't have PTO, bro, because if so... Just call and be like, I'm bleeding out of my vagina and my butthole. Uh, I'm going to go to the doctor. Well, I, mean, I can't make one it of those work. two things. Well, I, I mean, I mean, you can call yeah. in, but I, like... I have Ebola. That's frowned upon? Yeah. Call what it what is your upon. boss, a freaking Nazi? Yes. It's called America. Take a day <laughs> off. Well, All right, Trump. And if they fire you for taking a day off, then that's a, a wrongful termination. Call Gold Star Law and fucking sue the shit out of them. You are ah, all about see, Gold Star see, Law. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all about Bird Law. <laughs> I don't know about you bird guys. Law, bird but Law. No, hey, this is super boring. You just like uh, sneak back in and, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to bring the place to the ground. 
I'm like technically an open contract temp worker, though, so I signed a piece of paper saying they can fire me at any time for no reason at all. But I mean, this is a, a this is a right to work state anyway, so like, right. yeah. you can they can fire get you fired for at any time. And no, that's why you go in there super ignorant and be like, no, I have the right to work. <laughs> we are a right to work state. You can't fire me. I have the right to work. Man, she got sassy. I in wish. Here. I wish. And now yeah. we're, t- we're talking about work. <laughs> Why? You know I don't want to talk. I about got out of work. We only have several a few hours ago. I want to talk about work. Like I want to play Blaster Master on my the Switch. <laughs> the only song that I like. Work, 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 work. No. You see me doing work, 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 bitch by Britney Spears. <laughs> what about everybody's um, working for the weekend? Oh, working in a coal mine. Eh, <laughs> whatever. Devo. Nah. Work, bitch. You better work. Supermodel, RuPaul. Oh, work, yeah, that's yes. probably the top one right there. Yeah. You got to work, cover girl. Love it. She works hard it's for the not- money. <laughs> no. No, women don't work hard for the All money. All the songs that's by why they men at work. 70%. <laughs> oh, yeah, they work hard for 70% of the money. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's she true. works hard for 70% of the money. I'm about to cut <laughs> your husband's <laughs> And then we can bathe in his blood together. Please is, cut is that it. A thing? If you cut my throat, then I don't have to go to work on Monday. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would Sweet. be freaking we have amazing. Permission. So if if he ends up, the, this could now be admitted as an. I alibi. was about to say, right. shut <laughs> up, Stephanie. Uh, yeah. no, we're suicide not, is still illegal. We're not. We're not. That's we're not killing my for. husband at all this weekend. With <laughs> if you find me dead, yeah, you guys got to watch what away. you're saying. The three people that listen could call the cops. <laughs> he asked us to do it. <laughs> If the three people that illegal. are listening know who we are, they know. Make sure you put them in lesbian prison so they get real. raped. Wait, you want to go to lesbian? Oh no, you can go to lesbian prison. If, if, if me Wait, and is, Megan could is, be in, like, they're a special prison. <laughs> yes, it's a special lesbian. prison. It's the one that's in all the <laughs> movies. Yeah, and my my next book takes place there. What state is that in? My next book takes place there, and when it's ready, um, I can come and give another terrible interview. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. No, there's no lesbian prison. What? Jesus They're all lesbian was prisons. terrible. I, it was. I admit it. I'd like a do-over, but I don't know if I trust myself. Like Liz I Lemon. I don't trust A do-over. Own. A do-over. Yes. A mulligan. This yeah. book is amazing. I think it's I the most think bigly book the fairest ever. thing I Huge. can say right now is that talented creators aren't always necessarily the, the best. best speakers. Yeah. It, it definitely is hard. Um, I what know if you're just a mediocre creator? Well, then you're you have a no mediocre excuse. speaker. Uh, personally, <laughs> being on. Um, and then, you know, uh, so uh, I was shut also. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> shut it. <laughs> Best. Oh, and then I also got this Kickstarter going uh, for my comic book. But it ended a month ago. <laughs> it's called, uh, gonna, what were you, it's what called gonna, Caged Heat Lesbian Prison. What were you going to say, Stephanie, now? Can we just kind of Being an independent feed? creator and yes. going on podcasts, I'm. Yeah. I'm definitely an introvert, so it's hard for me uh, when I'm on somebody else's show. Like, this is my show. This is our show. So I feel a lot more comfortable here than I do when I'm promoting myself. Um, see, I'd be horrible at that because I couldn't promote myself in a positive light. I think, I think the first, I'd just be like, leave me the fuck alone. The first problem is pretty much everybody assumes that what they wrote is garbage. Writers, that yeah, that's why a lot of true. writers yeah. have drug problems and are alcoholic and... Well, I'm, we, not, I'm not even saying that. Although that, that that's true, but yeah, is shit. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Do you think your book is shit? Yeah, it's awful. Please buy it. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's 
a lot of them aren't wrong. I like my book, but it's like super, like it's self-indulgent. It's it's anime themed, not anime themed, but it's inspired by anime. It's got you know science fiction elements I like, romantic elements that I read about because I don't know, you know, and. So, so, I so I like it, but again, so on page because, eighty-seven, it starts with "Dear Penthouse Forum." Yeah, I never <laughs> like, thought it would happen to me. <laughs> but it's like self-indulgent, so I like it. But can I like objectively say it's good? I don't know. It might be garbage. I, I just want to say um, that Artie, who is a character of sorts in Jason's book, is one of my favorite things that has ever been written, and that I feel. Oddly connected to. And which is, you remember the discussion that yeah, we had? Which is good because, like, this is interesting because it's one of the most fucked up things in my book. I know. Completely. And that's completely why I connect. Fucked up. <laughs> I connect to fucked up things. Sorry. Well, 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 uh, well you were basically like, you're basically like, you can't kill him. I, 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 I told Jason, um, as I, like I said, working on this for like 10 years, you can't kill him because I, I don't want to give a whole lot away. But it's a character that I feel a lot of people can empathize with. And um, there's this just bizarre connection. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. When I read it, it just resonated with me very much. So, yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you whether or not he did or did not kill Artie. But you can find out if you read the book. Yeah. Ooh. If you read it, I guess I want, I guess I've been wanting to read it. Bag, you just, would love it. You finally got it out to where I can have it. So, fifteen bucks. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got them at Seth's house. They're heavy as shit. Okay. Like you could kill a man. Is that an autograph copy? I can make an autograph okay. copy. Yeah. And I'll Here make it a go. thing. You'll have fifteen dollars. Cool. I've sold two. <laughs> it just came out. So. New York Times bestseller list. Okay, as long as we're plugging me again, it's nothing sacred, nothing harmed. Put that comma in the middle or Amazon will be like, and I mean literally in the middle, nothing sacred, comma, nothing harmed. There we go. Or Amazon will be like, I don't know what you're talking about because uh, we don't really want to show you independent results for some reason. I'm going to do it right out. Even (laughs) though I'm not going to get it right now, I'm just going to go and do it and put it in there because I can. (laughs) I have a phone. I can do things. (laughs) And you can't. I do what I want. Exactly. (laughs) So what do I do? I'm putting it in Amazon. Yeah, yes. or or pre- preferably use Amazon Smile, and a percentage of what you uh, uh, pay will go to a charity of your choice. Yes, well, we and don't it won't cost do you any that extra because then we have to pay shipping and handling. Extra. No, it's, it's you no, can it's use exactly it with Prime. No, your Prime yeah. still works on Smile. Yeah. We don't have Prime. Oh, poor. guys, oh, no, no, it's literally exactly the Listen. same thing. They just give some of the money away. I have Prime. No, no, no. What I'm saying if is like I can stuff. hand you fifteen dollars oh, and get the oh, book. Oh, yeah, no. or I can hand Amazon fifteen dollars to give to you no, plus no, no, pay no, no. shipping See, and handling. That's the thing. It's eighteen take... on Amazon. Yeah, that, that's, they won't let me sell it for less than eighteen bucks because of how big Same. is it? Because yeah. they need it's, their cut. But in huge. person, I will sell it for fifteen. Yeah. And Steph and me were talking about um, doing a twofer with uh, our other our short story book, which is ten bucks. Yeah, secrets best kept. If uh, you want to buy both of them in person from us, twenty bucks. There you go. Yeah. See, that sounds like the deal right Shabuya. there. Yeah. Roll call. Uh, my name is Megan. I'm going to buy my own copies so that they stay in good condition for years to come. <laughs> I will I will have the collector's edition first. Uh, was it first edition print? Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I love how this like, turned into like, shamelessly oh, self-promoting. Self-promoting. Yeah. 
Her, guys. her copies we're, will hey, be the ones that are work, all dog eared. I work on Dix Toledo Road, 13353, Dix Toledo. I'm a nail Nails tech. on the go. Nails on the go. Girl, hook you up. Full set. Thirty-five plus ten dollar job polish, girl. Come on, the longer me. she does this spiel, the more black she's getting. <laughs> <laughs> she went from like half black to like three quarter black in like twelve seconds. Barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do pedicures because my arms fucked up, but it's okay. I can hook you up. I give you a watermelon scrub on your feet. <laughs> <sighs> no, oh that's seaweed. I, I just want to know where Organic, where bitch. this shim was when when he was here actually uh, doing an know, interview. I was on the other side of the mic, which which is only metaphorical because I was technically <laughs> on the same side of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, sometimes people have bad days, and that's one of the things um, when you're self promoting. Oh. It's you have to you you always feel like you have to be on, but if you're having a shit day, it's really hard. Sometimes and Jay was having. Oh yeah, I was having a shit. Day. I was having a shit week. <laughs> yeah, he was having like uh, a shit. Like, take your fingers weeks, and do so. this. See the smile? Yeah, no, that'd break my fingers. A shitting grin. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of creepy, but you know, shit eating grin. <laughs> yeah, that's why the fermentation process was discovered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are getting close to time here. Actually, it is, is it dangerously close. Yeah, but we started late. Like, yeah. Do you guys want to talk for five more minutes? If Dave allows it. us. The hell I was I about to say. Thanks, Dad. Uh, uh, never, ever. That's like another thousand dollars for five Dad. minutes. No offense. I'm not trying to assume anything. But. I'm a guest host. I don't pay for shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but sure. I had to drive staff here, though, because she wanted, to, oh, oh, she wanted to be able pay. to day drink. So. Oh, yeah. I definitely uh, day, yeah. I day drink today. So. Uh, I woke up. Which is always a great way to spend the weekend. Always. Unless you're an alcoholic, I respect um, your, your your work at bettering yourself. So I woke up today at like 8 o'clock. Did you? I woke up today at around 8 o'clock. It was horrible. I didn't have to get up, but I woke up. I was starving. I was already half done with my day. Congratulations. Sounds Do you want a cookie? Yeah, congratulations. Yes, I want a fucking cookie. Okay. Go give me a goddamn cookie. I will later. So anyhow. Give it to me. Thomas. <laughs> I woke up at 8 o'clock. Very hungry. Ooh. Very hungry. Ooh, Me eight too. O'clock. On a Saturday? Oh, on a Saturday. Yeah, you say that now? I threw all the stuff when, at him. Hold on. Did I know. I something else before, I Hold on. But you would complain. <laughs> before, you never used to work Saturdays. You're just now working Saturdays, Thomas. Yeah, I've worked I've, plenty of Saturdays. I have but come to your house, and it's been afternoon. That was like my only day to sleep in. And you're still asleep. It's my only day that I could sleep in. All right, I can't then. Sleep in it's anymore. a Saturday. Everybody it's wants my to, day sleep to sleep in. I don't, I don't get to. I Tomorrow's we my Saturday. Why oh, are we just no. young waking your ass up? <laughs> because it's we're Saturday, women and we have to Saturday. Jesus. Okay, so anyway, I woke up. Friday. I made Friday. brunch for myself, and I decided to open my last <laughs> Not even breakfast. You woke God. up and you made brunch. Yeah, wait. Because it, wait, <laughs> the, next part, the, the next part. It was brunch. By the time I made it, it was brunch. It was like 10 o'clock. Well, that's second breakfast. No, brunch. it's brunch. I made this fantastic brunch for myself, and I had one little. I there's this wine that I drink. Really, you you look like old man Christmas. Right now. What the fuck? I like Pugsley or or whoever the little the little dog from the Laugh Olympics. The hound dog, Muttley. Muttley. That's what I was trying to think of. You know what? I'm done. You guys. She had a can of wine, okay? She had a can of wine. There's wine now that actually comes in a can, it's like pop or the beer. Best wine. I've oh seen my it god. I know what you're talking about, but I 
That's how the day began. <laughs> Brunch and a can of wine. That seems like very rednecky to have a can of wine. That's almost as bad as a box of wine. I don't mean to. I love you. I don't give a shit about your judgment. That <laughs> wine is delicious and you guys suck. You've never had it. You don't even know. I right, continue st- telling your story so I can continue interrupting you. That was pretty much it, though. You're an asshole. The reason I did not drive myself here to the studio today was because I had two glasses of wine. From you a mean can. two cans? No, it was one can. Oh, is it like the big, the the big keg can? It's a half of a bottle of wine in a, in a can. It's, it's called Underwood. It sounds really good. It, it actually is really is it, good. Is, That's the one day. Is Carrie like, involved in the process anywhere? <laughs> just what I was oh, thinking. Oh, God. Uh, Mike he made the same said that joke. earlier. No, oh. Mike did. It was, oh, God. I thought it was you. No, God. No, I make good <laughs> puns. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Good puns. <laughs> Shitty interviews, but good oh. puns. Buy <laughs> 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 my book. Okay, you know what? <laughs> My canned wine was delicious. My brunch was delicious. Don't be hating. Also, didn't drive myself here. And I've had a tequila. I think everybody needs to go get themselves two cans of wine and a good book. A good book. Or maybe Shim's book. Yeah, or my book. Do you guys guys remember? (laughs) Enjoy a good book with a couple cans of wine. Do you guys remember The Critic? I oh, love yes. the okay. I love it. There's one episode where like he had written a book and there's like just like a he just like had a book signing or something and there's like a cardboard cutout of him and it's got a speaker and it just keeps going, buy my book. Buy my book. And it's John Lovett's voice, so it's hilarious. That's good. Jason's gonna do the exact yeah. same thing. So look out for that. You see it. That's gonna happen. Um it's just gonna be like in front of his house. It's not gonna be anywhere important. So you may not actually see it. <laughs> Whatever. It's going to be under an overpass somewhere. Right. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much Some for listening. This show was chaotic and weird. And you You're know. welcome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm Megan. I'm Megan. I'm Captain Jason of the Earth Defense Force. <laughs> and keep it indie. Bye.